You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. This is it. This is our, and I know I keep saying this, but this pains me greatly, our last football weekend until, well, we don't know. I mean, realistically, our last football weekend until September, which is, in actuality, very, very sad. So we'll we'll do a lot of NFL, uh, a couple of prop bets, certainly break down the game, your thoughts on the quarterbacks. And, you know, you hear this this conversation, you know, if, if Mahomes doesn't win this Super Bowl, it's going to be almost impossible to pass Tom Brady. If the line in the sand is getting to six Super Bowl wins, no one's ever going to amount to Tom Brady. Do you understand? And I, I guess you don't. I, I guess people just do not understand how difficult it is to attempt to win six Super Bowls as a quarterback. Six Super Bowls as a quarterback? As any position. I mean, that doesn't happen. It's happened once. You say, well, if Brady could do it. Well, first of all, Brady had the greatest conglomeration of, of coach, quarterback, talent that we've ever seen. They were in, let's be fair, not the toughest division, and they reached every goal that they could have possibly reached. But that doesn't happen. I mean, you look around at teams, they don't do that. The Giants, who've, who've I think we'd all agree, have had a, a storied franchise, right? And have been a terrific organization in the Super Bowl era. Have, have won four, have been to five. He's been to ten. He's been to ten. This is Super Bowl 55. This guy who came into the NFL in, what, 2001? is now in his 10th Super Bowl. The Giants have been to five in 55 years. The Jets have been to one. The Browns have been to none. The Lions have never been. It's incredible what he's done. It really is. So we'll, we'll get to the Super Bowl. We'll get to your calls on that, 800-919-3776. We're going to get to Trevor Bauer in a couple of moments, but a couple of things I wanted to touch on first, and then we'll get to the Trevor Bauer. And it's funny, I'm so torn on Trevor Bauer. Like, a part of me, and this is this is real, like, and you know I'm honest about it. A part of me is like, I can't believe they didn't get him and upset about it. And a part of me is kind of somewhat pleased when you look at the deal that he got. But we'll get there in a couple of moments. Two things I wanted to touch on firstly, and that is Andy Reid's son. Um, I guess he was in a, an accident, and he even admitted to a car accident. He's in the hospital now. And there's a child that, that he hit that's in, in serious, serious condition, a, a little child, five years old, uh, and he admitted, and he's had issues in the past, that he was drinking, that he said, I had two or three drinks. Now, two or three drinks for anyone, I, I would imagine, and then to get behind the wheel probably puts you over the legal limit, and apparently he said he takes Adderall as well. So it's a concerning story, and I know Andy Reid has had issues with uh, his children in the past, and it's certainly nothing to make light of or take lightly and it's something that you look at and it's a very serious situation and uh, I guess he was going onto a highway and he hit a car that was stopped and another car was over there helping him um, and all of a sudden Andy Reid has a lot bigger things on his mind than just Super Bowl 55 and you know I was thinking about this and I, I, coaches and players they're just they're different and I'm as crazy as they come but I gotta be honest with you and I know this isn't even a thought and it probably shouldn't be and I, I don't know maybe it should maybe it shouldn't if my kid was lying in a hospital bed, hurt from being in an accident, really hurt, like going to be in the hospital for days, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be there. I, I wouldn't. And he said, come on, you got it. It's the biggest game. I'm sorry. And I, I, would, I would be by my son's side. I would be. And I know we joke all the time about how important we all take sports, and we all do, and me more than any, anybody probably. But in that situation, I, I, I would opt out. I would. If my son was in danger, if my son was in the hospital, if my son was unwell. So – 
uh, we'll keep an eye on. I don't know if that has any impact on the Chiefs. I don't have a, any impact on Andy Reid, but we will certainly keep an eye on that heading into the game tomorrow. So that's that's number one. Number two is what's going on with this Kevin Durant situation. Um, he's not going to play in their next game against Philadelphia. So I guess he had contact with someone who tests inconclusively. Okay? so So he has contact with someone who tested inconclusively. And then they decide that... He can't start the game because he was in contact with someone who was indetermined whether or not they had COVID. So, so Kevin Durant can't play. And then they determine that, the, and they, I guess, continue to test this guy, that it's still inconclusive. He can go ahead and play. And they've tested Durant, and they're not getting a positive test on him last night. So then eventually it comes back, and Durant can't start the game, plays off the bench, Goes in there for, I think he played, what, 18 or 19 minutes. And then at some point during the game, they figure out that the person that Durant has, in fact, come in contact with has now conclusively tested positive. So word gets back to Brooklyn now. Durant has to be removed from the game and cannot continue this game. Well, here's my take on this. I have no issue with once that guy has tested positively that now Durant has to come out of the game. My issue is, why is Durant ever going in the game? I mean, if, the, if, this, if this person that he's come in contact with is inconclusively testing positive for, or, or we just don't have an answer for whether they have it or not, then you know what? Err on the side of caution, and then Kevin Durant doesn't play until we get conclusive evidence that this person he's been in contact with does, in fact, not have COVID-19. But this, he can't start. And it's inconclusive, and now he can play, and now it's positive, and now get him out of the game. Looks ridiculous for the NBA. And this is on the heels of us having the conversation and and LeBron being upset, and I understand why. We're going to have an all-star game now? That's what we're going to do? Down, I guess it's in Atlanta in about a month from now? We're going to have an all-star game in the NBA. And I understand that it, I mean, and we all get this. It all revolves around money. So I guess Turner's losing tons and tons of money. And that's why they're going to force these guys to do this. But is that the best thing to do? If you're the NBA, is to force an all-star game where the players, I mean, they've already come out and said they don't want any part of it. It doesn't seem like the brightest idea to have guys have additional travel for an exhibition. That's what it is. It's for an exhibition. Why, and why not just say we, we are doing it because of the money, which is exactly what we know regardless of, of what they say, I guess. But the NFL doesn't do it. NFL could have easily done it. They could have done it easier than the NBA. The NFL doesn't go back to anything. The NFL could have had an isolated game, play the game, be done with it, go on your separate ways. We don't have to worry about you until the offseason. The teams that we really care about aren't going to be there, and now you're fine. But the NBA, who has a, a second half of a season to play, is going to determine that, no, you got to go and you got to do that. I wonder if they reconsider that. So that's going on with the whole Kevin Durant. Then Durant, you know, free me, free number seven. What are they doing? Here's the thing, and I think you have to understand this. They're not doing this maliciously to Kevin Durant. There's some, I don't know, for lack of a better term, some ignorance and some, some lack of clarity when it comes to dealing with the COVID virus. And what do you do when someone's been in contact and they have, uh, an inconclusive test, and they have a, it could be or couldn't be. Now, to me, I think it'd be pretty obvious if that's the situation, he doesn't play, and I'm sorry, but I got to be safe rather than sorry in this situation, and you just hope that Durant doesn't have it, and God forbid he does. What happens with him? What happens with the rest of his team? What happens with the league now at this point? 
That's going on with hockey. I mean, Rangers can't play the Devils today because of it. Islanders couldn't play the other day because of it. So you just, you have to be careful. And the thought of having a, an all-star game is just is mind-boggling to me. But a couple of topics I wanted to get into before we get into Trevor Bauer. And let, let's jump off into that now. So I was semi, and I think this is fair to say, obsessed with the Trevor Bauer situation. And I, I was very torn when it came to this. I, I wanted him. I think he's a really good pitcher. But on the flip side of that, like I could be swayed, and you know typically I'm, I'm not the kind of person that you could convince one way or the other. I, I'm pretty steadfast in my take, and, and I stand by it. I, I was so torn with Bauer. I, I think he has the potential to be a, not even potential, like he can be a great pitcher. We've seen it. He was a great pitcher last year. But I'm going to pay him $40 million. I mean, think about what this guy just got. $40 million a year? And I think the Dodgers are, what, 40 and then and then more, and then 42 or something? For a guy that gave me one big-time season and another half of a big-time season? That's what you've gotten from Trevor Brower. You've gotten one monster season and another monster season, which was shortened. And that's it. He's given you an ERA under three twice in his career. ERAs of over four. Four, five, four, two, four, two, four, five. He gave you the sensational one, seven, three, where he wins the Cy Young, and he was great. But he made 11 starts. And I'm on Twitter, and I'm refreshing all day long, and it's, you know, within 24 hours, and I'm following, you know, Rachel Luba. I, I don't even know who she is. She's, I guess, his agent. So I'm following her on Twitter, and she comes, two teams, and it's the Mets and the Dodgers, but he's from L.A., and what's he going to do? And I'm, I'm refreshing, and I'm refreshing, and I want him, but I don't, and I'm not sure, and he's great, but he's not, and he kind of seems like a jerk off to the side a little bit, doesn't he? Like, he, he really does. There are things about Trevor Bauer which you see happening, you're like, oh, come on, do I want this guy with my team? I mean, you're trolling, and that's what he did yesterday. He trolled the Mets. He's putting out videos of, and, and you know, paraphernalia of him in a Mets jersey and, and you know, you can get this Mets hat if you register here. He probably had no intention of, of signing with the Mets, which is fine. Which is fine. But don't troll the Mets along the way. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little disappointed they didn't get him. You think about the rotation if they do get him. And then you think about, well, you know what? You're, you're the Mets. You wanted Real Muto, you didn't get him. You wanted Springer, you didn't get him. You wanted Bauer, you didn't get him. So the three big free agents, you didn't get any of them. But I reserve judgment until I see how this thing entirely plays out. Like, I, they're not done. Do they bring in Jackie Bradley? What else do they do? Do they bring in another piece to the bullpen? Do they bring in another starter? Apparently, they, they like Jake Arrieta. So there are a lot of dominoes still to fall. But I'm, I'm really torn. I, I am. And I think that if Trevor Bauer, uh, this is what I think about Trevor Bauer. I think if he would have come to New York and done well, New York would have fallen head over heels with him because his personality would be fun and quirky and different, and you would have fallen in love with him. And I think if he would have come to New York and not been great, that the Mets fan and the New Yorker would have despised him. I really do because I think that some of the stuff that you find adorable when you're pitching to a one seven three ERA is not so fun and not so cute and not so attractive when you're when you're five and seven with an ERA of four. And the truth is, do we know how great he is? He was great last year, great, and he was great in 2018, great. That was his best year, 2018, 12 and six, two two one ERA, 175 innings pitched, great season. And he was great this past year in 11 starts. So I don't want to deny that he's had one and a half, I guess it's fair to say, great seasons. But I'm paying $40 million in year one and more in year two. 
And that's what you hear. Yeah, well, it was 105 over three years. No, it wasn't because he was going to opt out after two seasons. It was $85 million in two years for a guy that's given you one and a half great years. I don't know. So I'm a little disappointed, and I'm a little relieved, and I don't know how the right reaction, correct, appropriate way to feel at this moment is. So we have a lot going on. 800-919-3776. We'll do Stump Rothenberg at 1030. Now, we'll bring Ty in in a moment, but Ty, before we bring you in and see how you're doing and get a, a lay of the land with you, what do you think about, and you could say no, what do you think about a, a frenzy at some point today? What do I think about it? Yeah. Now, are we able to do this with R.J. Bell in the 11 o'clock hour? Because I, I think that would be ideal if we were to do such a thing. Well, here's my question to you. Do you think R.J. Bell, who's, you would agree, long-winded, yes? Yes, very loquacious. Do you think, nice use of the word, do you think that R.J. could endure and handle a frenzy? Because I don't know that he would be capable of that. What's the name of the show? Uh, it's the Dave Rothenberg. Show. So, in in other words, he has to acquiesce to to our rules and regulations. Well, I, I don't. Here. I don't think it's that he wouldn't try. I don't think. I'm not sure that's within his purview that he he could he could do that. Well, he's got to learn someday. There's no time like. So the you present. think we kind of teach him on the fly? Yes, let's do it. Like RJ, this is how it works. This this is how it works. You're either you're, you're in or you're out. We can drop right. him. So, so you he, can either you can fully ensconce yourself in the frenzy and answer and be a participant, or you know what, step to the side for a few minutes exactly. and, and, and watch a pro in action. Yep, let's do mm-hmm. it. I, I, like I say it. what eleven thirty. Yeah, I think it's either fifteen or thirty. Like we'll have to have the salutations and and what's going on and how's Vegas and gambling and all that stuff eleven o'clock and then either eleven fifteen or eleven thirty we could dip into the frenzy. Let's do it. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Well, now Ty, and we'll bring you back in and say good morning to you. I I think that would be overkill, right? I mean, uh, three hours of a frenzy. Good morning, Davido. And yes, we we can do that. We got a lot of big stories today. We also have Stump Rothenberg for a half hour, beginning at ten thirty. Yeah, I, I don't, I, and I don't, I don't think I physically could handle three hours. Of yeah, that's a, a lot, and, and physically, you're not in the best shape. So no, it, would, it would be a ton to carry. No pun intended. Now I'm, I'm I'm doing well, and this is you want to hear terrible news. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm actually truly, honestly upset about this, and I I don't know what we're the treadmill broke. No, treadmills aren't good for you, actually. Well, good or not, I've been on it every day, and I've been running two to three miles. And even when I don't run, I've been walking an hour. Like, I've been using it nonstop, and I've, I've lost quite a few pounds over the last two weeks. It now broke. Just buy a new one or go outside and run. Well, we're go- I can't, I'm not going to go. First of all, are you out of your mind? It's cold. There's snow all over the place, and it's icy. I'm not going to go outside and run. <laughs> it sounds like it would be quite the experience. It would be. I would, there's a better chance I'd want to with a broken neck than having a good run. So that that's not going to happen. But no, I'm, so, so Sherry's completely taking this thing apart. You should see it. How much is a treadmill if you if Well, you I, it's not the right fact now. that we won't buy a new one. It's the fact that we're, we're attempting to fix this one. So I mean, she's got a lot of money. You're doing AM drive now, so yeah. I'm, I'm sure the, the pay increase has been tremendous. Right. So just order it. Uh, for, for a couple of things. Firstly, you stay out of my pocket, please. Okay. All right, you don't know what I'm making or, 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 or the kind of bills I have. I've, I've heard about I've heard I got the two rumors. kids. I've two heard kids. the rumors. And we spend no money on me. I actually was thinking about this earlier today. We spend no money on me. That's how it should be. You're None. the man of the household. Like the, the, big, the biggest expense that I incur is going to the barber. That's it. And what's that, like $25? Not even. It's 30? like 20 bucks. Well, that's it should it. be like that. It should be like that. I get nothing. There's an expense hierarchy in your house, and that's what it should be. And I am, I am the fourth of four. 
Can, now, can I say something to you? Yeah. So yesterday, the biggest story locally here was Bauer. Trevor Bauer. Yes. Correct? Yes. And the reaction to that is what? From a Mets angle. For I, me, I, I was honest about it. I yeah. think you could go either way. But it was a Mets perspective. All the Mets fans had you know, reactions, whether they were hurt by it or they didn't care. My first reaction was the Yankees. Because here you have a Dodgers team that a couple of years ago won 108 games. Then they added Mookie Betts. Right. They won the World Series. Then they added a guy with a 173 year ERA. Who they don't co- even really need. Who they don't really need. But they felt like he was going to continue to push them toward another championship. So I they, see what you, where you're going here. They're paying you're, him. You're, you're upset that the Yankees are million not dollars. running past the threshold, aren't you? Yeah, because the Dodgers look at the threshold as like a, a suggestion. More than anything, well, that's it's what not it an is. obligation. It's a suggestion. Where the it's Yankees, a, I mean, in theory, it's a soft cap. You yeah. are within your realm to go past the soft cap. But the Yankees view it as, oh no, we we can't come close to going over the the, the tax threshold. How dare we do such a thing? The Dodgers you know, say, look, you you're such a me guy. How am you, I a me really guy? Are, and I'm going to tell you why. By the way, what would D Block do? Tweets in. Absolutely, you're you're on this as well. Absolutely love the rapid fire. It's the best. No shout outs. No, I don't know what slurping means, but no slurping. Whoa. No wasting I know what the that caller's means. time. I know what that means. And it's it's NFSW. Uh, uh, but anyway, continue. Uh, and SFW. Gotcha. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is about the Mets. This is not about the, the Yankees. It's not about you. No, it's just the Met angle is just Trevor Bauer. The overall picture is just. You look at a, a team that feels like it could win another World Series, they're going for it. You, you the are Yankees, the prohibitive favorite. The Yankees. The pro, you are the prohibitive favorite. I looked at the odds yesterday in the American League. Yankees are like plus 250. Next up is the White Sox at like plus 400. Next up is the Blue Jays and Twins at like plus 850. You are the huge favorite. And I'm sure that was the, the case. La- I'm sure that was the case last year. And how'd that work out? All I'm saying is look, the, this is a team that's prioritizing winning. Over some soft suggestion about a, a tax, a, a so luxury you tax. are, and let me see if I'm correct here in my analysis. You are jealous of what the LA Dodgers are doing. Absolutely, you are. I am good, okay. without question. They won a World Series last year, and they feel like you know what? Let's try to go for it again. They well, add a picture. How about this? That's the Cy Young Award winner last year. You know, maybe they look at what they did last year and say that around baseball circles, there's probably going to be some that say we did this in an abbreviated schedule with 60 games. Now, look, I I don't look like that. I I think it's a legitimate title, and you could argue the postseason run was even more difficult than a normal season. But maybe they're looking at it and saying there's going to be a belief around the world of baseball that this was a less legitimate title, let's enhance it by going all by going in back to, to back. go back to back. Of course, and, and they should look at it that way. My only thing is my baseball team just added a bunch of pitchers with question marks, whether it be injury-related or performance-based. And I look at a Dodgers team that was clearly the best in baseball last year, and they added the Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, listen, the Dodgers are, and I, I have no compunction saying it, the best team in baseball right what, now. Whatever the gap was last year between the Dodgers and the field, that widened, but and that includes the, the you Yankees. You don't have to worry about the Dodgers now. The Dodgers are the team you would see in a place you haven't been to since 2009. Just to get to the Dodgers would, would be a, a good achievement for the Yankees. Of course, yeah, but winning the World Series is, is what the, the goal is. So and if the Yankees lose to the Dodgers in seven games this coming season, you will be very upset. Yes. You will 
you you would think that that's somehow a failed season? Yes, you know you what? Would. Yeah, so here's the problem, and I love that you bring that up. Because if you go 2017, what's the conversation? Oh, they lost to the better team in the Astros. 2018, oh, they lost to the better team in the Red Sox. 2019, oh, they lost to the better team in the Astros. Last year, oh, they lost to the Rays, the better team. And then this year, oh, they lost to Not the according to, to LeMahieu. According to LeMahieu, Yankees were the better team. But continue along. More on that in a moment. But... Why is it that you? Why is it that you're not the better team? When are you going to be the better team? Oh my God! You you really you have champagne problems, don't you? I mean, so there's one or two teams in all of baseball for the last five years that might have been better than you. You keep losing to to the team that's declared to be better. Why can't you be the better team? Well, all what's stopping teams are you good. from being? Listen, that? you're not going to be the best team every year. You no, probably haven't been the best team in, in quite a while. You haven't been be the best team in more than a decade. Yeah, and I was you haven't th- been. And I was thinking about this real quick. The, the DJ LeMahieu conversation we had last week. Let me ask you a question. You agree with me, don't you? No, I don't. But You, you think the Yankees were better than Tampa last yes, year? Yes, but oh, you're out of your I mind. am going to support it with a question. Now answer this objectively because I know it, it's, it's near and dear to your heart. 2007, the Super Bowl, the Patriots were undefeated yeah. coming into that game, 18-0. Mm-hmm. The Giants were what? What were they, 9-7? and 10-6. 10-6. and do you think the Giants were better than the Patriots? No. So there you have it. Well, no. They have it. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous. Well, because last analogy. week the standard was if did you the lose. Giants, did the Giants, first of all, the Rays, <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. I feel like I wish I was with you so I could give you a hug. I, that was terrible. Well, listen. No, I mean, honestly. We need context. With a, with a were, were the Yankees undefeated last year? No, but we need context. The context is, last week, the standard becomes the Rays, if the team the that you lost hammer, to— Did the Rays hammer the Yankees last regular if, season? What you said last week was that if the team that, the team that won was the better team, there, there was no— you They know, hammered you in the regular butt season. Butt. You said they any hammered, team— they, Then they beat you in the, in the best of five. They were clearly better. You said that They had any a better team... regular season record. Think about this, Ty. I feel so sorry for you at this moment. Really. They had a better record in the regular season by a long shot. They hammered you in the regular season, and they beat you in the postseason. So what? how you could compare that to the Giants being an undefeated team— 15 years ago is beyond me. It's not apples to apples. It I is give a you horrendous that. analogy. But, but, no, no, no. But what you said last week was that regardless of what you think, the team that won is the better team. That's what you said. There were no stipulations. That's what you said last week. So this is why I'm providing that example for you. They beat them convincingly all year long. But it, that wasn't they, what you they, said. They, the team that wins a division hammers you in the regular season and beats you in the postseason. Yeah, you know what? That is the better team. <laughs> that wasn't for you what to you argue said anything, last week. I, I worry for everything involved in your life. I worry for your child's future. I worry for your wife's well-being. I worry for your future hosting shows. This analogy is rock bottom for you. <laughs> rock <laughs> Frickin I wish we could have had it during that conversation because eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. I I real and I know Jake is sitting there like Ty. Stop. Just do, go to break. Do something. Turn the mics off. Play an extended break. We could do that. Let's just. We'll come back. We'll play an extended break instead of me hosting anymore. We could do something like that. But this take by you. You you got to be better. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. Let's go to more calls, 800 919 
seven six, and I imagine he's going to be energized because it's almost ten o'clock in the morning, and that is Spike in Jersey. Good morning, Spike. How are you? Good morning, my friend. I had to pick up the volume a little since everyone's awake now. First of all, you and I both lucked out and outkicked our coverage. My wife, if the lawnmower stops, will turn it upside down, take out the tool belt, and it will be fixed in 10 minutes. Yeah, well, here's the thing. My my father-in-law, Sherry's dad, is a contractor. So that's right. She right. can do all this stuff, she, she, and she enjoys it. Like, I could tell she's on the phone with the treadmill company, and they're telling her, like, take it apart and do this with this, the belt and, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, clear out this. And she's like, okay, let me do that. I, I got, she's like, let me get my power tools out. It's like, I can't do anything like that. I am completely helpless. Yeah, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle, and Sherry's doing that all the while with a, uh, something reading in her back right pocket. It's amazing. We really lucked out, both of us. We're blessed. So here, here's what I see. Um, Energy and all. You'll be 207.2 yes, uh, tomorrow morning, so go for it. No, if I'm 207, that means I put on a pound and a half. What was your what, what was your weight? I was 207.7 last Sunday. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. 205.2, and you're good. No, uh, you I want to be in the 204s, two. but uh, if 205.2 would uh, be fine. Yeah, your problem, I believe, if I remember correctly, in all our conversations, is uh, you can't eat one. You'll eat no, a box of donuts. That's right. Yeah. That's right. If yeah. I had, we have these okay. little poppets. They're called, I think, these little like like oh. munchkins <laughs> in the house. If I have yeah. one, I, I could have forty-five of those things. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's good and bad. It's good if you're loading up for a marathon or something. But here, here's where I see the Super Bowl and the different audience in the morning. I guess during the week. I'm thinking it all over, and yesterday, I, or the day before, I said, that, and Kathy agreed with me, that the top four or five on the Chiefs are the better players, but then the rest of the squad, uh, I think Tampa has a little edge. I, I have no dog in the fight, but I but love that. Like the, best player, this, the best player in this game is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and, and the next three are probably Chiefs also, and then it kind of evens out, and then it tilts a little bit towards towards the uh, the line, the defensive line of Tampa Bay. I'm taking that plus 700 now on JPP getting a sack. I think that's a good bet against. Hang on, so, hey, that pronounce? can't be right. It's plus 700 on JPP I'm looking at it against, against Raymer. That she should get a sack, but but I'll leave you with this. I, I, I don't know that 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 can't be accurate. It's I'm, plus seven hundred for him to I'm, get a sack. Plus, plus seven hundred to get a sack. I can't Ty, believe it either. Ty, get get to work on that. I I, I challenge that from Spike. But I, continue, I'll listen Spike. after I make my last point. I think with Brady, the problem with Brady is if I'm correct, all of his Super Bowls. I think the first five or three point games are, are really really close. I think I'm right on that. So I know Kansas City's great, and they didn't cover the spread because the spreads were high. I mean, that's all that was. They made them high enough so people wouldn't uh, kill them on that. So I'm looking for a close game. I, I, I think Todd Bowles is a terrific uh, defensive coordinator. I think he, if it's a JPP against Raymer or Rima, however you pronounce Rem- it, he used to be on the Giants. Name, yeah. He's not that good. He's no, not he's, that good. He's, he's so, terrible, as a matter you know, of fact. We'll see how it goes. Listen, enjoy the day. Eat your Thank brains you, out. I'll listen to see if I'm right. I appreciate your phone call. Um, this game is, it's you know, we can analyze. That's what we do until we're blue in the face, and we talk about it for 500 hours before we watch a three-hour game. But this game is somewhat simple in its analysis for me, and that is if they can get pressure on Mahomes and really disrupt him, they have a chance. Otherwise, I don't think it'll be all that close. And every time I watch them, I mean, it's just they don't, they don't get stopped. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like nothing you've ever seen. 
It, uh, Cleveland stopped them solely because he went out of the game. Before he went out of the game, they didn't stop them. Buffalo never stopped them. Do you understand what he is? You're, if, and I get it if you like Brady and you like the Bucks and you like their defense and they're on this magic carpet ride and all that kind of stuff. But what is Mahomes? He's like 25-1 and one in his last 26 starts or something? That's insanity, right? Because they lost once this year with him under center against the Raiders, and that's it. So he went what? He went 14-1 and one plus the two po- – so he's 16-1 and one this regular season, and they rattled off playoff wins, and then they won all their games down the stretch last year. I, it's like 24-25-1 in his last, you know, how many ever starts. That's insanity. Um, Rangers news. Uh, I just got this email for immediate release. National Hockey League announces changes to the Rangers schedule. Let me just peruse this quickly. Rangers game originally scheduled for today against the Devils will now be made up March 4th at 7 o'clock. The game that was going to be March 4th will now be February 16th against the Devils. Uh, The February 16th game will now be Valentine's Day against the Flyers, so my wife will love that. Uh, And then the Rangers game originally scheduled for March 5th against the Devils will now be March 6th against the Devils. So a little housekeeping. The real thing is not going to be able to play the game today, so they'll maneuver the schedule just a little bit. Now, Ty, before we go to break, you had something you wanted to to bring up. Is that correct? Well, first, just to get an answer to your question— I'm looking at DraftKings Sportsbook, and it says the over-under for JPP, as far as the sacks are concerned, is a half sack. And the over is plus 110. The under is minus 134. So so, <laughs> so Spike added a plus 700. Yeah. And it's pretty much an even money wager. Yes. Okay. So I uh, was I was right in calling him to the carpet. Yeah, office. because it, it would be that, – that would be out of the ordinary. For for that to be at that value for well, JP, that to get he's the, he's probably I mean he and Shaq Bear are the two biggest sack guys in the of game. Of course, I think that that there's little to no chance of him getting a sack. What did JPP have? Two or three sacks last week. He was terrific last. Yeah, week. he was great. And he goes up against Mike Remmers. I mean, he should have a field. Yeah, he day. So thank you field for cl- clarifying that. And and shame on you, Spike. Honestly, what should happen now is Spike should be should not be like suspended. He's suspended yeah. for a couple weeks. I think so. No, what? I don't know that. I mean, because Spike calls what four to six times a day. But he's suspended from this show. For two weeks. Here's what I, I'd say. Spike is not allowed to call us next Saturday, which is what, the 13th? Yes. But he can call us starting on the 20th. I love Spike. I feel bad doing this to him. But he but knows. I think it, but, but he called as if he was so sure. You know, so sure and so confident, spouting factual information. And me, without having that even in front of me, knew that that couldn't be right. <laughs> we love you, Spike. Uh, but these are the rules here, my friend. We do love you. And, and I think, and I think Ty, and how do you feel about this? We need to start putting this into practice more. Like, if you call with a hideous question for Stumper Rothenberg, I'm sorry. You're not allowed to call next week. If you call with a horrendous point or a factually incorrect point, you, there has to be some kind of a banishment. There has to be some ramifications for yes. All right, we'll discuss that. But I do have a question for you, Dave. All right. And maybe we can make this a, a poll question that we can run for the next two <laughs> You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. The better, and we'll tease this. I want your answer on the other side of the break. Oh, okay. The better story tomorrow would be this quarterback winning. Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Okay. At Ty D. Butler on Twitter, by the way. That's going up right now. Okay. 
You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. I think it's a good question, although to me the answer is somewhat obvious, and we've run it up the poll here, and I retweeted it. It's got 44 votes. Do you think we, there's any chance we get to 1,000 votes by the end of the show, Ty? Not That'd be noon today. The end of the show, no, but I'll say at the conclusion of the poll, which is 24 hours from now, tomorrow, 10 a.m., yes, mm-hmm. we'll have 1,000. So the question you've um, put out there, and I've retweeted at Rothenberg ESPN, he's at Ty D. Butler, um, or at, and, and I don't know how we got this Twitter account with the station, ESPN. <laughs> NY 98 underscore 7 FM. Yeah, some things need to be corrected. But that not being the, the point of topic <laughs> is the better story tomorrow would be this quarterback winning Mahomes or Brady. Now, I voted in this, one of the 55 votes that, that are in here right now. The better story is Brady. Really? And, and to me, it's, it, it's clear. I mean, Mahomes is sensational. But if Brady wins a, I mean, Ty, a seventh Super Bowl? Seven Super Bowls? He now has more Super Bowls than any team ever done. Thank you. Good night. I almost wonder, and I, I get it, that he's different and he loves this game and he has, you know, differing accomplished, like goals to accomplish than anybody else. But if he if he leaves, wins a Super Bowl, well, wouldn't you think that at least it would cross his mind to be done, to retire? No, with this defense, and I, I, I know it won't. But I mean, my God, like what? Like and, and, uncle, like you win, you win, you gone to ten. <laughs> if you win this one, you love one seven. Stop the count. But the, the the debate has always been: Well, is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Is it Brady? Well, you know what? You're you're done. You want you you, you know like like a blackjack dealer, you, right? You wipe your hands, you stand up, you show them to everybody. You're done. You'd have seven. Right now, Brady is winning 63% to 36.6%. I don't, I don't know that it's so clear-cut because you think about Mahomes. It would be the completion of a three-year run that might be not just the best in NFL history but in sports history. I'd say Kareem is up there, but Mahomes, a league MVP, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, and here's the list of quarterbacks who have won back-to-back Super Bowl MVPs. It's uh, Bart Starr. Terry Bradshaw. That's yeah. the list. He no, listen, joins I, elite if, company. If Mahomes does it, there's a storyline there, and it's sensational. But I just think Brady's is is bigger and, and better. Yeah, is, but is then I'm say but think about it. Monday, the conversation isn't just about him winning the Super Bowl. It's like, wait, how many can he get? Can he catch Brady? I, and and I agree with that. And listen, I still think that's the debate. If he doesn't win, right? If he's gone AFC Championship game overtime, Super Bowl champion MVP. And losing to Brady in the Super Bowl, it's still a remarkable beginning to his career. He'd be forty and eight in his career. <laughs> what is it? Am I right? Is he twenty five and one in his last twenty six starts? It's twenty four of twenty six. N- no, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I think it's twenty four of twenty six. No, and I'll tell you, go from his last win last year, like his first win of the run last year, and then and then just go all the way through to where we are now. It's it's something in one because he didn't start the last game this season. Yeah. Um, but and I'll, I'll look that up. But Dave, again, yes, yes, he can get to that even if he loses. But his lone playoff loss and his three—you never know, man. Wait, well, you never know. But stop it. I mean, the, the thought this is so ridiculous from people. And, and Super Week on ninety-eight seventy ESPN brought to you by Resorts World Catskills, featuring live table games, sports betting, all suite hotel rooms, and thousands of slots. Your closest resort experience, Resorts World Catskills, only ninety minutes from New York City, so close. This idea that he—I mean, see, do you? Do you understand how hard it is to get to six? 
to win six championships as a as a as a team as a player, and I get it. But you gotta you have to have. I mean, Tyree Kill is not going to be Tyree Kill forever, and Travis Kelsey is already in his thirties, and Andy Reid's not going to be here forever, and you, that you're banking on good health. Like everything has to go perfectly well for this guy, and and God knows what Trevor Lawrence is going to be. And God knows where Deshaun Watson's going to wind up. And Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be better. Like, it, it's we, – we, we just think because Brady's done it that, well, maybe this guy can now do it. I, I think that's very premature. Yeah, but, I think that is very and premature. And it's like the Chiefs don't play they, – they rarely play close games. They're, the final score looks close because teams are trailing, and then they, you know, they end up coming back. The Browns but, game was close-ish, and it was only close because he left the game. It wouldn't. Yeah, have been that's close, what I'm and saying. They would have covered it, the it number. It would not have been close. The and, Bills game was not close. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, what what he has done is sensational. Twenty five and think one. That this idea that he's going to win six or twenty five and or one eight is just it's. You're right it, because that that week seventeen game. Uh, he obviously didn't play when they lost to the to the, the Chargers. So what is he? Is he twenty four and one in his last twenty five? Yeah, it's twenty five and one. Twenty five and one. In it's his crazy. Six games. It's insane. I think that's the better story. I think it is. You because, think Holmes winning is the better story? Well, because think about it. If I told you that the the Bucks are going to win tomorrow, but Brady's not going to be the MVP, like you'd say, oh yeah, that sounds about right. But if the Chiefs are to win tomorrow, there's no way Mahomes isn't the MVP. Yeah, but I just think Brady winning seven and, and winning it without Belichick. What if they score? Going to a team that, that had the longest drought of not going to the postseason and now winning the Super Bowl in his first year when there's no offseason and he's 43 years old is it's just it's Dave incredible. I have a wow stat for you here Sunday is going to be Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl appearance and he's right. never led a team to a touchdown drive in the first quarter of a Super Bowl. I guarantee you when R.J. Bell joins us at 11 o'clock that he's going to have something surrounding that with a prop bet of, of take Kansas City in the first quarter. That's By pretty, the way, pretty amazing. No touchdowns in nine games, only one field goal in nine Super Bowls. The, the, it haunts me. Like it, it horrifies me that this, and I still don't know how it happened, that this Eagles team beat the Patriots. Because I'm telling you, and I stand by it, and, and on my deathbed I will believe this. That if Malcolm Butler plays in that game, New England wins. And we don't have to discuss Philadelphia having ever won anything. By the way, it sounds like there's a decent chance that they're going to move on from Carson Wentz. And eat like $32 million in dead cap money this year. That's a organization heading in the absolute wrong direction. But they sadly do have the one. Let's go to Johnny and Stony Brook. Johnny, you're next up on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Dave, what's up? I just wanted to touch base about uh, Trevor Bauer's situation and uh, say that I I share a similar perspective as you. I mean, if they signed him, you could have convinced me to be happy about it, but I'm not losing any sleep over the fact that we didn't get him. And, I mean, look at our rotation. I mean, once you get Syndergaard back, I mean, you start with the best pitcher in baseball in DeGrom. Then you got Stroman, Syndergaard, Cookie, and Peterson. I mean, well, Peterson, Syndergaard, not, yeah, not for a while. Look, it's a, it, you're right. I mean, it's it's a really good rotation. It's 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 exciting to think about. But if you would have if you would have added good Trevor Bauer or great Trevor Bauer or Cy Young Award winning Trevor Bauer, you're you're. I mean, think about that in in a short series. How daunting that would be. Of course, but when you look at the fact that we're going to have potentially, we'll call it a full season. I'm more concerned from a culture fit. Would he be a good option for the Mets? I mean, I, and I don't know because there are a lot of times, Johnny. Thanks for the phone call. Where he does stuff, and even yesterday, this this whole trolling. Why do you need to put out, you know, Mets material or or you know, get involved in this 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 
you know, auction for a Mets hat on your website. What? Why is that a necessity? Why would you do that? You know that the Mets fan base is, is I don't want to say desperate for you, but excited with the potential you coming here. You know the Dodgers fan base is excited with the potential you going there. Why would you anger a fan base? And I got to tell you this, and this might be the, the, the petty smallness of me, but I, I hope he's awful. Like, I, I, I do not want Trevor Bauer to ever duplicate what he did last year. And you say, well, Dave, that's on you. Maybe. But that's how I feel. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Good morning, Ira. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. How are you? And good. Now, did, have, you, have you had your swim yet today? No, no. Saturday, uh, bike, bike and weights on Saturday. So, so do you ever take a day? No, seven days a week, bro. Seven days yeah, a week? No, no. Yeah. You're like the $6 million man, Ira. No, no, I don't know about that. But you know what? I've been doing that ever since I was a kid. You know, it started with hoops. And then, you know, as I got older, you know, one day swam. And then, you know, once I stopped playing hoops, uh, I cross-trained. And, uh, but no, I got to do something every day. Otherwise, it's good physically and it's very good mentally. So uh, uh, it's, uh, like I said, it's obsessive, but I enjoy it. Well, good good for you. So, I don't know if you heard my dilemma, what's happening with me right now. The treadmill broke oh, in yeah, our house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, you you need to go outside, right? You got to go get yourself a new treadmill. Don't even mess around because you know what? Just with, with different things, you know, you end up fixing it. It's going to break a month later anyway. Yeah, so, but, uh, but but Ira, to fix it would be a couple hundred dollars. To get a new one is is you're looking at you know probably a thousand dollars. But you know what? I, I I'll tie this into Brady. When I was up in Portland, I met a fellow who just put a piece of equipment. Actually, it was a treadmill, a special treadmill, into Brady's home. And to the New England Patriots training facility because he loved to work out on this machine. And this is, I'm going back to Rex's Cortland days. So this had to be somewhere between 09 and 011. And I'll tell you something, the guy told me back then Brady plans to play past 45. And now, how do we talk about I'm not going to doubt it. You know what, Ira? You know what should happen, honestly? Like, you, I think you and I have a terrific relationship. Would you agree with that? 100%. It's, I, think you should buy, I think you should buy me a treadmill. <laughs> I do. I think it would be a, 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 a generous gift for you to buy me. All right. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll have to talk about it off the air. We'll see if we could uh, work something out. I think it would be well, a very what? generous it, thing of you to do. Well, if, if you go along my training uh, regimen and I put you on a, a training program, if you're willing to do that, I'll, I'll, I'll split the treadmill with you 50-50. How's that? That's I don't know if I could, if I could do the regimen. I, I don't know if that's something oh, you, we, that I'm uh, physically be capable of doing. I can't swim every morning at 5 o'clock. I'm, I, I can't do that kind of stuff. No, but I, I could work it around your work schedule, and I could put you, if you can't get into a pool, I'll put you on a, or the day that you don't do the treadmill, I'll put you on a dry land workout, which simulates swimming. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe so. We'll, we'll have to talk about this off air, Ira. Go ahead. What do you, what do you, what do you have uh, on air today? hundred uh, percent. So real quick, I, I totally rewritten. I'm, I can't believe I'm talking baseball, but uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, you're hundred percent right. I mean, you, you do not wish this guy well after he no. stuck at their match, but, but, but with the Super Bowl. But why did he, uh, well, what I don't understand, Ira, why did he have to do that? What, why would you, if you're a free agent and you know that there's a fan base that, that really, really wants you, why would you ever do that to incite them? I, I don't understand the rationale behind that. Well, call up to Sean Watson and what he's doing to the Jet fans because you know he's not coming to New York. <laughs> he did the same thing. But he's not. What, what did Deshaun Watson do to the Jets fan? 
It's not like he's well, parading well, around in, in Jets hats and saying, I want to be a Jet, and Jets, 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 and the agent is saying, oh, it's down to two, and then there's stories leaking that, you know, he's on the verge of being... I mean, Bob Nightingale had the story. It was a done deal. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I know. I, I get it. No, Bob was a lot worse. It just... I mean, you can't you can't tease fan, fan bases like that. It's just... You know, some people, like... I, I think some people enjoy other people's misery, and I guess that's what this guy's personality is. And it was a rotten thing to do. It really was. You know, but get, getting to the Super Bowl, Dave, you know what? I'm picking with my heart, not with my mind. Todd Bowles is a great guy, and Steve McClendon is a real class act. So I'm picking the Bucks, but, I, you know, I'm picking with my heart. Not my, you know, like I said, I just – I think the Chiefs are going to be tough to, to, to stop. I mean – you know, if you take away the over-the-top game, so then Mahomes is going to kill you short. It kills so, you. Uh, Ira, I he's so good. Way to buck- he's so good, and thanks for the call. He's and, and Kelsey is, I mean, he's impossible to stop. And if you put two guys on Kelsey and they, they run those jet sweeps and Hill is, I mean, it, it, there's so many weapons. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I forgot about Sammy Watkins, and here he goes down the sideline. Or they line up Hilaire as a wide receiver, and he, like, it, it's it's amazing. They don't need to run the ball. They don't need an offensive line. They have Mahomes, and they have weapons, and they have speed. And Andy Reid can figure out a way to make it work. 800-919-3776. Ty, what do you, what do you think about Ira or someone that's listening now to, to, to purchase me a new treadmill? I think that'd be a nice thing, don't you? I'm sorry. Say that again, Dave. Don't you think it would be nice for Ira or a listener to purchase me a new treadmill? No, of course not. You can afford it yourself. Why would you have a listener purchase it for you? Because That's being it would selfish. Be nice. You're it's not selfish. You tell me to stay out of your pockets, and now you're digging in, into a listener's pockets? Well, I, I mean, the, the, the Ira is a, he's a very successful guy. He is, but so are you, my friend. You look in the mirror, and you see nothing but success. I have two kids that are draining me financially. You're fine. Drain, I, I, drain, you, I mean, Ben with his sushi and his baseball, and it's, oh. It's daunting. But you're the parent. If you want to suspend some of these uh, finances, you have the right to do it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm kind of like the parent in, in name only. Like, I don't have all that much control with the house. <laughs> and you're admitting that over the yeah, year? Yeah, no, I don't know. Hopefully he's not listening. But may, maybe that'd be like a, a, a nice gym that would say, yeah, we'd like, to, we'd like to give you a beautiful treadmill. Yeah, spot, and then you could sponsor the gym. How about that? Yeah. She sales should take care of this. They like, should. Immediately, you right? think they're listening to the show? No. Why not? No, I, I, I'm convinced they're not sure there is a show going on right now. <laughs> they're not sure. No, they could, but well, I'm not sure a, about that. We get a million reads during the show. I'm, I, I'm sure that they know that you're on from 9 to noon every Saturday. Maybe. Anita, 12 to 12.30. Then the Knicks. And who are they playing? Portland today, right? Mellow's return to the Garden. Oh, that's in front of a packed house at the Garden. It will be. It should be yeah, fun. Absolutely. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. He's pompous. Listen, shut up, and I'll tell you the story. He's arrogant. Do you think there's a lot of things out there that I wouldn't be good at? And sometimes he's downright mean. I know you know what that's like, to be that uncomfortable, pimply-faced, not very popular kid. (laughs) But now it's your chance to prove him wrong. It's dumb. Call 800-919-3776 with your question, and let's stump Dave Rothenberg. Well, you can try. Last week, a couple people succeeded. Ty tells me we were seven and four last week. Now, Ty, you're keeping stats of where we are now, right? I am. I am. And you started last week. Started last week, baby. All right. 
So we're 7-4 from uh, last week's start. Stump Rothenberg brought to you by the law offices of the great, talented, and incredible attorney, Andrew M. Cohen. All right, let's go. Everybody ready? Let's go to Cliff in the car. Cliff, lead us off on Stump Rothenberg. How you doing, Dave? What's up, Cliff? I got an NFL question. Okay. Now, the key word is today. Oh, God. Today in the NFL... How many, only three teams have their nickname on their helmet? Who are they? Now, when you say today, as if, like, they used to have it, but they don't anymore? Right, right. not used to. Like, for instance, the Giants used to, but now they have NY. But that doesn't count. I'm talking today. Three teams. If you need a hint, let me know. No. Well, Uh... one's very obvious. I mean, I just, uh, I got to think about this, and I don't, I don't want to waste so much time. Um, it's not the Browns, that's for sure. Well, who's the most this... obvious? Well, KC has KC, but you, you're saying nickname, right? Nickname, meaning it would have said Chiefs if that was right. Their nickname. So it's not them. To the God, I can't even, I can't even think now. To the Three teams. I understand. The Panthers don't. They have the... the... Well, who's the most obvious? Well, obviously, there's nobody that's all that obvious to me right away. Uh, The Jets have it, I think. Yes, exactly. That's one. Do the Raiders say Raiders? Yes, that's number two. Underneath the badge, it says Raiders. Correct. Uh... There's one more. You need a hint, I'll give you a, a no, little I hint. I need a hint, but I don't know that I know the answer to this. It's not the Dolphins. The Giants at one point did. I think the Bills at one point did also. I thought we weren't doing multiple layered questions, by the way, Ty. Did the Steelers say Steelers anywhere on that, that helmet? That's number three. You got it. That's good it. Lord, the Steelers good. under the three diamonds. I'll take it, baby. I got to be honest. I don't like these multiple part questions anymore, Ty. I think we have to move past them. Well, you're so good, man. We got to make it more challenging for it you. It takes too long. Yeah, but you're you're really good at what you do. Good well, Lord, you're good. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, let's go to John Long Island. John, you're next up on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, Dave. How are you? Good, sorry John. about foobarring you? your uh, last name. <laughs> What'd you say? I said sorry about foobarring your last name. You knew it. You just had a moment, I guess, right? I did, I did. And I believe that DCR should stand for Dave, Chris, and Rick. Well, how do you know you, it doesn't? You, how, do you, how do you know it you, doesn't stand you guys for always Because you guys always refer to it as the last names. Well, first name, last name, doesn't matter. All right, John, what do you got? Well, I think it's, okay, so who was the first president to throw out a ceremonial first pitch at a, for a baseball? And there's a bonus kicker on it. I know this. It's. I think it's Taft, and I think it's like nineteen, like ten, maybe. Your yeah. answer is Taft. You are correct. That's two and zero. Oh. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, there you have it. That's two and zero. Oh.
Ty, we're rolling along here now. We are. Great start here. Great start. Great start. All right. Uh, let's continue, and let's go to – and no, no – would you agree no one loves this segment more than Fran and Massapequa? Yes. Now yeah. prepare for him to make all kinds of love with you on the air right now. Uh, you know what? I, I think that it's attractive. I think people appreciate it. Good morning, Fran. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Rothenberger, one of the best Wait, is that Rothenberger? The- Fran, Fran, Roth- Fran. I always mess it up. Rothenberg. There you go. Fran, would you like because to buy me a treadmill? I, if, if right, right now I'm a little tight, but I absolutely would have uh, the last few months ago or last year when I had a little bit more cash laying oh. around. 100%. Right. You deserve it. The way you treat your fans and the pleasure that you give us, it's yeah. really – I would almost buy you a car if I had the money. Oh, friend. Unbelievable. And not only All that, right. I agree with you on the double question. You know, the two answers. These guys, they break the – you know, listen. Single question. Single question. Yeah, All right, friend. Let's, let's get to it. It's a one-answer question. Let's get to okay. it. Okay. All right. Let me go. Let me go. Ready? Yeah. Two quarterbacks in the NFL have won two Super Bowls as an underdog. One of them is your favorite, Eli Manning. Right. Who is the second quarterback to win two Super Bowls as an underdog? Whew. Did I say that right? I, I, I guess. Yes. Um. Well, it's not. It's well. You know what? Brady won one as an underdog. I'm wondering if Brady ever won another one. Montana. I mean, this is who it's going to be. It's going to be now. Bradshaw was not underdog. This is a good question. I don't think Aikman was underdog. We got Eli already. Peyton definitely. Yes, because, not, because it should be a one-answer question. In, in both that he won. I'm wondering if Plunkett was the underdog. I don't think he was against the Eagles, but they were. A Bart Starr definitely was not. I've named them. I feel confident I've named them. Um, this is a good question. Brady definitely was the first time. The question is, was was he another time in there? Final answer? Now, hang on a second. I'm I'm thinking. <laughs> I know you hate that. That's why I said it. Um, was Brady ever an underdog another time? Because he definitely was the first time. Gosh, I don't I don't think he was because there was. Favorites then. There were favorites then. Pittsburgh was favored. God, I, I'm going to say Brady. Final answer? I think he might have been in that Seattle game. Because I know he was the first time against the Rams. I'm going to say final answer, Brady. Oh, my God. I finally have stumped the greatest. Mm. It's him, Plunkett. All right, Ty, I'd like you to, to verify that as being accurate because I thought he was in that Seattle game. But okay, we will we will reserve judgment on that one. So Jim, so Jim Plunkett was twice an underdog in 80. So I guess when they, they played Washington in 84 and then they beat Philadelphia and they were underdog in both. But I, Ty, I'm going to want you to look that up if you would. Would you do that for me? I will do anything you want. Check out the spread. 
of all of Brady's Super Bowls, if you if you would do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Let's I got go you. to. So can we say two and zero oh until we no, look at that? No, no, it's two and one pending investigation. Two and one pending investigation. Now, what happens if I'm right? Does it go to three and zero? Oh? Yes. All right. Let's if it's go to Brady, um, if it's Brady, it goes to three and zero. Oh, yes. Okay. Let's go to Sal and Duchess. Sal, you're next up on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Sal. Um, uh, first, um, do you know what's the matter with your machine? Maybe the the motor blew. Is that why it's not working? You think? Do you think I know what what's wrong with? Okay, because I have a I have an extra motor because my treadmill died and they sent me two. Oh, well, you're so very kind. But I think I think we're beyond needing motor repair at this point. So, okay, well, go ahead. What, what do you got? Here we go. In the NBA, uh-huh. what number has the most retired? Which number is the most retired in the NBA? Mm. What number is the most retired in the NBA? The NBA. I just heard it a couple of days ago. I told Ty the same thing. I mean, I would think it's going to be 32 or 33. Now, this is like retired by individual teams. Is that is that the question? Uh, all, all they said was it's a retired number. And I'm going to tell you the two numbers you said, one of them is correct. Yeah, no, I, I, I know it's got to be. Um, oh, goodness. Um... Magic, you got Kareem. I'll go. I'm gonna go wrong. I know wherever I go. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say thirty. Thirty-two. Give yourself Final a ding ding. You got it. Yes. Yes. Now, Ty, did you do any research on the uh, the question that was asked prior? Well, Seahawks, Pats, and 14, the Patriots were favored by one. So I was wrong on that. You were wrong on that one. So that, that puts us at what, 3-1? and one? You are 3-1, and one, my friend. All right. Uh, Jake, do you want to participate? I would love to participate. Okay. All right. i got to be honest, Jake, and I'm not sucking up to you because there's no reason to. You, you, you typically ask very nice questions. I appreciate it. As you yeah. said, in a bar, if you were talking some trivia with friends, what kind of question would you want to ask someone? And you usually get them right. I did stump you last week, which I was proud now, of. Hang myself. on a moment. All right. I'm receiving a tweet from Frankie Acevedo saying Brady is 2-0 and as an underdog on Super Bowl Sunday. So you're undefeated today. Wait, no. He's not I'm undefeated. telling you. It's a CBSSports.com article, Ty. It says Brady is 2-0 and as an underdog on Super Bowl Sunday. According to the sports odds, history.com, the Pats were one-point underdogs against the defending Super Bowl champions. No, I'm, I'm looking at the... the... Exactly, one-point underdogs. No, but I'm looking at New England minus one here. No, I don't know. At oddshark.com. I don't know. I mean, there's an article on CBS Sports that would, would tell you differently. Yeah, but oddshark.com. Here's what I'd like for to have happen. And, Jake, I'd like you to be the ultimate judge. I think we strike it from the record. I think I don't get a win or a loss for no, it. No. What we're do you gonna, mean, no? We're going to get to the bottom of this. All right, get to the bottom of it. Jake, what do you have? All right, so since it is Super Bowl weekend, I figured a Super Bowl trivia question would be warranted. And my question for you today is, who holds the record for most passes intercepted in a single Super Bowl game? 
What quarterback or what? Which defender? quarterback holds the record for throwing the most interceptions in a single Super Bowl game? I mean, could it be a Patriot? I was going to obviously be. I wonder if it's Jim Kelly. Um. I'll give you a hint. I was I alive and watching the hint. game. I don't want. I don't want a hint. It's going to be a, a recent one. I'm well, if I was alive and watching the game, and I'm 27, yes, that's correct. It's going to be a re- within the last 20 years, and it's going to be a loser. So I'm thinking. Well, then it's not going to be Jim Kelly because amazingly he's over over 20 years now. Now I was at this game. Dexter Jackson was the MVP. I wonder if it's Rich Gannon. Could it be Gannon? Could it be Stan Humphreys? I think maybe it's Gannon. He got picked off a lot in that game. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that jumps off. Not really. Could it, I mean, Peyton wasn't picked off five times even when they got hammered by Seattle. I'm going to say Rich Gannon. Well, Dave, if you would say Rich Gannon, then you would be correct. Good job on that. Rich Gannon holds the record for throwing five interceptions in a single Super Bowl game. And not only that, he was also sacked five times. So not a good day for Rich Gannon. They were hammered in that game. That game I was at was um, in San Diego. And the Bucs just demolish them. That's so definitely on my we're... bucket list too to, to go to a Super Bowl. I think that's on a lot of people's bucket list. Yeah, my great. dad actually went to the game against Baltimore, the Giants Baltimore game. I was there too. Oh, so that was probably even Terrible. rougher for you. <laughs> it was. It might have been one of the worst days of my entire life, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Alright, Ty, you're going to figure out the spread on that other Super Bowl and see if we get um, some I remedy with that situation. What do you have? I have the answer. And? February 1st, 2015. The Seahawks, minus one. So I'm right. You are correct, my friend. So what is that? You're 5-0. and oh. Thank you. Saying hold on a moment, please. We were 5-0. We 5-0. Were and oh. five and, oh. a- and that incorporates a challenge into Stump Rothenberg. I challenged an incorrect answer and got it right upon. And then I had you. someone right after that tweet at me saying uh, it was a pick em. So we're, we're just all over the place. I'm looking at Odd Shark. Odd Shark says... We'll uh, ask RJ. We'll ask I, RJ. I mean, I, I think they were underdog in that game, if memory serves correctly. Let's go, and she's been very good on Stump Rothenberg. Joanne, Long Island. Good morning, Joanne. Hello? Hello, Joanne. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello, Roth- Mr. Rothenberg. I said it the right way. Oh, you're okay. such a talent. Okay, I want to know, in the continental United States, not Hawaii or Alaska, Okay. what is the largest tree by volume? What is the what? The what? The largest tree in the world by volume, and it's in the United States. I, I would either think it's the redwood or the sequoia would be my, my two. Yeah, but what is it? Which tree? The sequoia. It, it has a name. Yes, it is a sequoia tree. So then do I get it right? 
But no, what's what's its name? I clearly don't know what the name is. I I would go with sequoia. No, that's the type of tree. Okay, there's a lot of sequoia trees. That's why it's called Sequoia National Park. But what is the name of that tree? Well, I don't know. So, Joanne, you're going to either have to tell me or we're going to have to move on. Okay, it's the General Sherman tree. It's the largest by volume in the world. All right. I, I guess we get that one wrong. So I, I didn't know if I should play the correct or, or incorrect answer on that one. So I guess it's up to Ty's discretion. You got it wrong. I, I mean, Ty's going to say it's wrong. I, I don't. I don't. Dave love that was question. so frustrated there. Either you're going to tell me or we're going to. Well, move I, on. I mean, you know, so I, I understand that that you're asking a question that I don't have the answer to, but we're going to need you to to, to give to the speed answer. this along a little bit. <laughs> I get it. Right. I get it. So uh, you're, you're going to say that's a loss, I know. Yes, you're, fi- you're, you're five and multiple websites. And, and you know people at the are... bar are desperate to know about the, the, the General Sherman tree. Well, you were in the right ballpark, no pun well, intended. Well, there you go. All right, let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Stevie, you're next up on 98.7. Okay, we're not going to talk about trees. We'll do some Super Bowl trivia here. So Thank you, Steve. Nice and up, up the alley of the weekend. Okay, so if Tom Brady wins the big one tomorrow, it will mark 19 seasons between his first and last championship, excluding the NHL. Brady is already one of only four athletes in NFL, NBA, and MLB history, along with Kareem and Babe Ruth to win titles 17 years apart. Who is the fourth? So longest drought between titles is what we're looking for? No, no, no. So this is the longest span between first and last titles. Brady, Kareem, and Babe Ruth all did it 17 seasons in between their first and last. There's one other guy in MLB, NFL, NBA history who won 17 years between his first and last title. So, all right. So his first, so he could have won more than more than one. Yes, he could have won more than one. He yeah, could have, he could have. Won, I mean, he could have won like five or six, but between the first and the last. Yes, and Kareem, uh. Babe, and Brady all at 17, and he could do it. He could do 19 with a win tomorrow. I'm not going to get this. But I'm gonna guess, and I know it's not right. And it's 17 years. 17 years. I think you could get this, Dave. I don't think so, because I'm like I'm thinking Mark Messier, Chris Chelios. Somebody. So I'm saying I'm, I'm leaving out the NHL because Chris Chelios did it 22 years apart, and Mark Recchi did it 20 years. So just NBA, MLB, NFL. Okay, so it's only the three of the four majors. All right, so yes. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna get this. Um, and I'm not gonna go NFL. I will go. MLB, Dave. I'll give you that. Yeah, no, that's where I was thinking, but I, I don't, I don't have any idea. Uh, I, I can't even think of. I can't even venture a guess. Um, Hank Aaron. Final answer. Yeah. So it's not Hank Aaron, but it is a Hall of Famer, Jim Palmer, nineteen sixty-six and nineteen eighty-three. All right. Well, there you go. That's not a terrible question. Not not beautiful, but not terrible. Um, Ty, you want to ask yours? All right, I'll ask your. Uh, I'll ask mine. It's it's pretty much a layup because oh, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. You ready? I'm ready. All right. The only quarterback in NFL history that, after winning a Super Bowl, was released. Only quarterback to be released after winning a Super Bowl. And you think that's easy, huh? Yeah, because you'll be able to figure it out. I know it. 
I'm thinking Trent Dilfer. After, because I didn't they come back with with somebody after the the 2000 season? I think it's I think it's I think it's oh god no I'm not sure I'll go Trent Dilfer but I'm not 100 percent sure. My man, I told you it was a layup. I told you you'd be able to figure it out. I got it. Good right, job we'll out that. of you. Good I didn't job have a lot out of you. Confidence in that one. I thought it was, and then I was it was not sure. All right, so what does that finish us at? Six and two. So here's the thing. You, okay. We're gonna strike the um, point spread question from the record. Oh, because I got it right. Well, no, because multiple websites are given you know different opinions on it. Not opinions, different facts on it. So where do we finish off then? So we'll do five and two. Five and two. Yes. Pretty good. Not bad. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. It's time for a frenzy. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. Call now at 888-729-3776 or tweet at Rothenberg ESPN, hashtag football frenzy, and ask us your NFL questions. Now, R.J. Bell, long for the ride, and I think you're going to do great, R.J. But let's just understand, this is rapid fire. This is not let's expound on the comments and go on for minutes and minutes and minutes. It's, it's quick, quick hitting, quick moving. Dave, how many people have commented on your ego just being out of control since the morning show? None. Not, not, not even one. Mm, okay. Not even one. I don't think you appreciate what you have every Saturday. I, I do, actually, until this Saturday. It just seems like you be, <laughs> you're a different man. <laughs> All right, so here's, here's how it works, though, RJ. When they call, and this is on them, not even on you, if they call and they're like, hey, RJ, huge fan, love you on the K show, Dave, love No. It, you know what it's like, the, the, the best way I can put it for you? It's like the soup Nazi. You walk in, you place your order, you move to the end of the line, and you get your soup and you leave. Okay? I got to be That's honest, it, it, seems, it seems a lot like seven words or less. It, yeah, but it's better. Or 11 words or less. It's, it's, it's better and it's quicker and it's, it's <laughs> been around for longer. Let's go. Frenzy. Mike Seabright, you're on the Frenzy. Both plus 2200, backup tight ends for the Chiefs. Yelder. Or Kaiser, who do you like? Ooh, I, I I pride myself on admitting when I don't have an opinion, I don't have an opinion on that one. Carmine Plainsboro, frenzy go. Scotty Miller over under eighteen and a half yards. I don't like that because remember when Antonio Brown plays, Miller hardly even gets any any uh, looks. So, Scotty Miller's emerged in a way this season, but with Brown back, I don't think so. Chris and Beth Page, you're on the frenzy, Chris. How much of a toll does what happened to Andy Reid's son take on him tomorrow with uh, potentially a five-year-old girl uh, is in critical condition? Yeah, you know, we were on air when that came, the news broke yesterday, and I got to be candid with you. I don't want to overemphasize it out of respect, but it... It feels like to me it's not just something to worry about like, oh, someone's getting their appendix out, but rather it seems like there's real jeopardy here. To me, I think it's fairly significant. Yeah, I think and it's a terrible story too, firstly, because he admitted that, that he had a couple of drinks in him and he was taking Adderall, and this girl is, is not in very good shape and it's a little girl. And, and I said this earlier, and I don't, I don't want to go off the rails here on the frenzy, RJ, but if that's my kid, I'm not coaching that game. I'm in the hospital. He's lying in the hospital. I'm, I'm going to be with him. 
So if if you're even saying that, that means at minimum he's going to be ambivalent. And remember, and not to again to to be gloomy, but remember, you know, his son had uh, you know um, a drug overdose when he was in Philadelphia. Another son. So I mean, this could feel like like an overwhelming amount of things. Yeah. No, I know it's certainly a, a something to keep an eye on. All right, we'll continue along. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. In and out. Rapid fire frenzy. Mario, Jersey City. Mario, you're next up on the frenzy. RJ, what's your worst Super Bowl bad beat? Oh, <laughs> you know something. None jump out at me, but I'll tell you the worst ever for the bookies. Super Bowl thirteen, the Steelers played the Cowboys. Line opened up two and a half, closed at four and a half for Pittsburgh. Game fell, Pittsburgh winning by four. Almost everybody won. The early betters won with Pittsburgh. Late betters won with the Cowboys. They literally call it Black Sunday in Vegas. Uh, Mr. Jeff24 wants to know, you think Brady could win MVP in a losing effort? No. I mean, he could, but I, I think, with, in a way, if you're passing the torch, in, is, in a way, that's what uh, Mahomes' victory over Brady would be. It, it, I can't fathom you give Mahomes that trophy and give Brady the MVP. 800-919-3776. Frenzy time, 9870 SPM. By the way, I completely agree with that last answer. Mike in Stanford. Mike, you're next up on the Frenzy. Who's going to be the starting quarterback of the New York Jets next season? Well, oh, if God. I'm a Jets fan, I'm hoping to God it's not Sam Darnold. It can't be Sam Darnold. You, you, you can't go in that direction. I, I would say right now, and I could be off base, Zach Wilson is your opening day starting quarterback for the Jets. Dave, can I hit you with a 30-second theory? No, here we go. All right, here's the theory. Let's say you believe that Sam Darnold has even, let's say, a 15% chance to truly be a good quarterback. One in seven, let's say, All one right. in six. Okay, now, what are the two scenarios that could happen? One is one out of six times you're right, and now you've got your franchise quarterback, All right? Okay. The other times you have a horrible year, and it just acts as one more year to rebuild. Because no matter who they get in here this year, they're not going to make the playoffs probably. So why not give Darnold one more chance, even if it's a long shot? I think you're a bright man. And I think that oftentimes you th- say things that I really agree with. I could not disagree with that anymore. I'm not, I, for me personally, I'm moving in a different direction. If he, Do you believe I have he the has, second pick like, in the draft, RJ. I have to have my oh. quarterback in the future at the end of this season. Playoffs or not, I have to have that in place. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, let's go to buy Mr. Stuff 3. Let's talk real Super Bowl bets, he says. Outcome of the coin flip, RJ. I go tails never fails. Here, here's what I'm going to do. In the last segment of the show, I'm going to explain why this is actually a handicap that I have an opinion on this. And at minus 101, I'll bet you any amount you want, I'll take a certain side. Really? Oh, I love that. Let's go. Now, Jake, back in the studio, has a question here on the Frenzy. Yes, my question is, does Tom Brady get his first ever first quarter touchdown in the Super Bowl? Well, I would say history says no. The over-under for the first quarter for both teams is only 10. Now, here's something that's related to that. So, Brady not only has no touchdowns in the first quarter of nine Super Bowls, he has three total points. It's almost incomprehensible. Um, three points, and it was just the most recent game. Now, here's what's fascinating. I don't know if you talked about this, Dave. Is Tampa Bay in week 16 and 17, they won the toss, 
and they took the ball. Now, as you know, it's very rare for teams to take the ball and not defer these days. In the playoffs, they lost the toss in all three games. So the last two times Tampa won the toss, they took the ball. Kansas City deferred every time this season. So if we assume that Tampa's going to keep taking the ball and we're not sure, it'd be a 100% chance Tampa would get the ball first. You can actually bet that. And additionally, anything like who's going to be winning the first quarter and a lot of those factors, uh, it's applicable. So keep it in mind. Oh, I, I like that. A little insight there. Uh, Dave and Queens. Dave, you're next okay. up on the friends. I'm down for the week, for the fifth straight week, guys. I, RJ, oh. I need this. Um, it's, it's all right. Not, it's not in the millions. But listen, RJ, I need this. <laughs> I'm taking this bet. It's um, over under five and a half third down um, for the Chiefs, third down um, conversions, over five and a half. It's minus 115 both ways. I'm taking this bet, trying to get over. I'm trying to get over my hump. I need this, RJ, oh. over under. So here's what well, I actually like the over, which is surprising, and here's why: is because of the tackles, old school, you know, the the, the backup tackles for Kansas City. Old school uh, analysts would say, "Oh, Kansas City's going to run the ball." We know they're not going to run the ball all that much. But if you do have bad tackles, what do you do? You avoid long passes. So I think we're going to have a lot of shorter passes, which means more third downs, right? So, in general, I think the shorter passes apply to a lot of things, but including more third downs and eventually conversions. Don't forget about shorter answers with your shorter passes. Jason oh, and Lake Success. Jason, <laughs> you are on the frenzy. Hey, RJ, I want to see if you think both offenses start quickly. I've got a plus 140 on a total thir- or an over 13.5 points scored in the first quarter. Well, Lordy B., you should go call the cops and arrest them for the, that number. 13 and you only got a plus 140? Ooh, I don't like it at all. Now, again, Brady's history tells us that it's a problem what I, in the first quarter. What I will say is the fact Kansas City has been here before means they're probably not as nervous as most teams are. And that's the driver of that first quarter low scoring by all teams generally is they're just nervous and they don't want to take chances. Jonathan Green wants to know on Twitter, is McCole Hardman a good sneaky pick for MVP? One of my basic premises of betting props is you don't want to bet the needle in the haystack props because that's when the like, first touchdown even MVP, though MVPs, you know, Brady or Mahomes or a long shot, really. So uh, the reason being, the book keeps the vigorish implicit. You don't really know how much big he's charging on those. Many people could win the bet, and oftentimes it's 30, 40 percent, and it's so hard to overcome that. All right, let's wrap it up with the producer of the show. One Ty D. Butler would like to ask a, a uh, question here. All right, so I've got actually two on Mahomes. Let's start with the over-under on Super Bowl wins at three and a half. That's interesting. Now, when does that bet settle on the no? What do you mean, when does it settle on the no? Well, I mean, let's, let's say is it the first time he retired? Because you can't say it's an – can't, or it can't be an under until he can't oh, win Oh, yes, anymore, when he right? retires. Yes, when he retires. Well, what happens okay. if he comes back? When his career yeah, is over. But what happens if he's Brett Favre and he retires and he comes when back? When his career is over, guys. Come on. It's not that hard. All right. Now, I'll, say, uh, I'll say over three and a half. 
I think over is going to be a vast majority of people thinking. I, if you made that line, I think you should have made it a little higher. Though I don't think the line maybe should legitimately be higher. But listen, we came up with the following odds. What's the chance of Mahomes over or tying Brady for Super Bowl wins? If he wins this game, we think it's almost 25%. If he loses this game, we think it's 2%. Think well, if about he loses it, the game, it's seven one. I mean, so exactly. Yeah, there's almost but if no it, chance. But if it's six to two, it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy, but it's not that close. You, I mean, you know what it's like to win four. To say you got to win four more Super Bowls, RJ. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'm a Steelers fan, so yes, I do. Uh, That's a lot la- of Super Bowls. Last, all one. right, and your last one. Ty. Over under on Mahomes league MVPs plus Super Bowl MVPs. He currently has two. Let's set it at five and a half. Oh, I'd go. Oh, I'd go over for sure. He's going to win another one now, right? Yeah. And the, then you're three. I'm, I'm saying four the, years the, into the, his the career. Season. Oh. Okay. I guess no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, Rogers will win it this year. My apologies. Um, yeah, but, but he could win Super Bowl MVP this year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I right. think over for sure. Yeah. And again, I would, Andy Reid being well. young, I think speaks a lot. Well, not young, but he's got another what? Potentially ten years left if he stays least, healthy. So. At least. At least. All right, Jake, blow it dead. And there, RJ, you did pretty well. You got a little long-winded as it went on, but you did pretty well there in the uh, in the frenzy. I might have a future in this radio game. You really, really might. Right, did you love it, by the way? You know, I did. I, I, I got to be honest with you, is I don't like, you know, uh, I, when I do a show that's not New York-based and it's national, I don't like callers. I don't hardly ever take them. But in New York, there's just such knowledgeable fans and there's so much passion. It's just a different game, and, and I, I, I do enjoy it. Yeah, you got to step up, put your big boy pants on, and you did very well there. So, the question I job. got quick, Dave, quick question yeah. I got for you is do, do you ever think how would it feel if so many people wanted to ask you questions? Like, like it's like they're like, oh my gosh, I get a chance. Like with you, they, they didn't really want to ask you very much. You see? Well, you know what? It, it, it's the, the gambling pinnacle for the season we have you on that can go rapid fire we did a segment earlier today where the phone lines were lit up for hours prior to the segment so i i don't doing what myself on the back what was that about Be oh, Rothenberg? It's, a, it's, a, it's a it's the it, tie is it fair to say it's the best segment in all of radio going oh, right now all of radio not even it's close. called it's called stump rothenberg you basically call well, me and ask me any trivia question i'm sensational do you do that during the morning show we do it one day during the morning show yes has your wife said you're getting hard to deal with at this point? No. No, because I don't see her okay. a lot. I'm, I'm asleep. I like 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I'm done, she's already starting her, her work day.